So, greetings and salutations, and I hope everybody out there is doing well, considering all that we're going through. And what we're going through is this really, really powerful, deep, retrograde season, which is about to get a whole lot more interesting uh, within the next week when Uranus joins every other major benefic planet in retrograde for a really long time. And that means that the review process is really, really starting to leave its mark. We're starting to feel the toll that this is taking on the human psyche. So Pluto in retrograde, Jupiter in retrograde, Neptune in retrograde, Saturn in retrograde, Mercury in retrograde. And as I said, coming very, very shortly, both Venus and Uranus in retrograde. So the whole sky, as already previously stated, has stopped moving. And this is giving us a good opportunity to look back at everything that has transpired through this year, which has all been about transmutation. What no longer serves our highest good? What can we learn from the challenging lessons that the Gaia classroom has laid upon us through this Saturnian curriculum Thank it for its humble service and send it back to source because we are a fragment, an aspect of social consciousness, social, expansive, higher octaves of human expression or higher density of human expression. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about a topic that I think is really, really important when looking at the immediate future with the so-called escalation of this vaxxer, anti-vaxxer, you know, what's really going on with the controlled narrative, the media shutdown, the continued censorship. Look, the list is endless. But we're gonna look at the transhuman agenda and the organic human breakdown. And I need to put a few things in context before we begin. The first thing is I will be speaking in the everyday language of English expression, if you like. Okay, so I'll be using terms that people are familiar with. I want to make it clear I don't buy into the terms that I'll be using. So I will be talking about the human chakra system, although I don't personally believe that the so-called human chakra system is now, is now valid within the more rebirth and or illuminated rebirth of the human genetic template our original blueprint, our return to spirit, which is what Saturn is ultimately bringing us all, and Mercury is bringing us, and the deeper aspecting of Mars to both the North and the South Node, one in Sag and one in Capricorn. So what does it really, really mean when we talk about the fact that these terms, these elementals that have been integral to our so-called conscious evolution no longer 
operate in the same manner. The second thing is we're going to be talking about people's spirituality or their spiritual pathway and how that's obviously gone through major, major shifts as we've gone into deeper, denser aspects of the Milky Way galaxy. And I'll be talking a little bit about what it means to go through this adaptive process where our whole human cellular structure is going through an upgrade because that's all this so-called ascension really is it's just an upgrade from human 1.0 to human 2.0 but spirituality as i now see it is essentially the separation that's been part of the reverse consciousness for millennia that separates spirit and our soul. Our soul is trying desperately to ground and find its balance and center again. But the spirituality, which is very much grounded in a lot of traditionalism, a lot of devotional practices, doctrines, dogmas, you know, a lot of what I would call really, really low root chakra type stuff, is essentially something that's also very much dissolving and falling away. So let's look at that through the lens of what people have been sharing. And what people have been sharing, and I can also attest to, is I see what I can only describe as TV static overlay on top of everything that I see and witness. And even when I look into the sun, the static seemingly turns into moving and or denser particles and waves. It's almost as if like at this particular time of our human evolution, trying to remain human and not fall into the divergent timeline and become synthetic and very much sympathetic to the AI agenda and expression is that the veil is thinning and our consciousness is rapidly changing. And that's one thing that the so-called chaos energy, you know, where we're getting bombarded by all of these things, you know, and, and deciding using our filter of discernment, are we going to attach to all of this maya and drama that very much makes up the chaos bubble that the earth is in at the moment? But what it does is it brings forward these challenges and forces us through the eye of the needle to go through a kind of a collective social change. And it stimulates us spiritually, right? It helps us to dig really deep. And that's when a lot of these deeper spiritual abilities emerge, these gifts. But at the very same time, as these gifts begin to emerge, which we start to see as our third eye also starts to truly birth and or adapt to this new field, this new unified field of energy, we see ourselves falling deeper and deeper into the fundamental dependencies and codependencies we have to technology, the technocrat deorganification of the human spirit. So 
So as these gifts, telepathy, remote viewing, uh, a, a deeper understanding of seeing interlaced frames in our planar reality of what really lies behind something that's becoming very much like a, a clone world or a reflective replicant world is that we're mocking that instead of appreciating, respecting and implementing it in our daily lives we're kind of like mocking it because we want everything to be laid out for us and that's what the so-called synthetic transhuman agenda is really all about. Now as these spiritual abilities start to come more and more online a lot of us have a kind of a third eye awakening but it comes with a sort of an overlay and it's not a sentient overlay it's a negative overlay. And it's very strange to many people as the so-called third eye begins to develop. It's as if you're seeing two worlds at once. You can see the 3D world in the 3D physical world and you can sense that it's real and it feels all too human. But it's just a illusory reflection of the holographic reality that we are in a simulation within. So it's a false expression of the physical world. And then when your third eye develops and it starts to come more online, you start to see these overlays, as I said, this TV static that it seems to kind of glitch when you're walking around, you feel the ground kind of glitch below you or you, you look at trees and they look as if they kind of move or glitch as if there is a break in the fabric of space-time. And that's exactly what's really happening. Because so many of us are grounding to the 4D or what we call the astral realm. The lower astral is where we truly are challenged with a lot of the deliberate and very predictable pain and suffering expressions and situations and circumstances that all essentially combine to create this chaos bubble that most of us find ourselves in today. So you're seeing these overlays as your third eye starts to come online and it's like kind of like holograms that are actually overlaid on top of our 3D world. And so very rarely does our clairvoyance, our clairaudience work properly and accurately and figuratively in such a dense and or heavy way when there is this sort of push me or pull you type energy, what we call polarity. And there's a lot of opposite polarity that's playing out in our 3D right now because the electromagnetic field of the earth, the bioenergetic field of our human experience is also breaking down. It's dissolving. So going back to when we sort of think that our clairvoyance and or clairaudience is sort of playing tricks on us, it's like we could see a ghost and think it's actually a person. And that's definitely not the norm because a ghost or a dimensional and or interdimensional being is fundamentally rooted in another density, in another realm or another world. And for most, 
to keep it in the language of the mind, the, the, the typical language expression, another dimension, another dimension of conscious space in which dimensional and or interdimensional beings operate and can seamlessly move in and out of our dimension and ultimately infect and affect our energy field by trying to manipulate us, by trying to hijack us. So it's like jumping from the lower astral of the 4D into the 3D, wreaking some havoc, really, really contributing to the chaos bubble and then leaving for us to deal with it. Now this is very difficult for a lot of people who are just kind of coming to grips with the fact that they look at things from the external perspective and see that things aren't all what they are cracked up to be. Something seems very off, something seems very much out of place, out of balance, if you like. And so it's very rare that they're able to gather up enough matter and energy to be really present in the physical. You either have to be in a pretty altered state of consciousness, be in a, a kind of a location and or a temple complex where the ether has been purposely altered to house a more balanced and or grounded energy. So you can kind of create these barriers, these protective barriers or force fields in the toroidal field of, of, of the unified field of the quantum field so that these particular third-party energies and dimensionals and interdimensionals can't penetrate. So you have to either be in that sort of situation or, or you need to be in the presence of a very powerful being and there are plenty of third-party entity, celestial, on-planet, off-planet, whatever you want to call it, that are here to support our self-authorization journey in the Gaia classroom, and there are many that work against us. And the reason for that is that when these beings obviously make these quantum jumps from one density of conscious space or experience to another, they are governed by the laws of that dimension. And when they don't observe those laws, then they are essentially violating what is known as universal law, L-O-R-E. And then that's when things get really, really, really out of whack. And the eight sphere energy very much emerges within our deeper subconscious layers and comes to the surface and bubbles up with all of these malicious and heinous and you know negative thought patterns that we can then collapse into form and manifest into our physicality manifest to action in our physicality so usually when you see these overlays it's your third eye is really waking up but it's not really grabbing or picking up the exact conscious patterns because it doesn't have exact information. Everything is binary. Everything is essentially numerology broken down into binary and or prime mathematical equations. 
and when it's sort of like not rolling out or not flowing in a very natural, very organic manner, then there are these glitches in the binary code. This is when our biofield is ultimately open to attack. And it's kind of like a radio signal that is needing to be tuned in. A crystal radio is essentially crystalline type of frequencies that are very, very accurately tuned in to a certain vibration so that a, tr a kind of a true wave function, a true balance in the wave function is what's expressed as a course of it. So I would say that most of us, not all, but most of us are essentially going through a process where the so-called upper chakras, right? The upper chakras, the, the crown, the ajna, and the throat chakra are quite clearly communicating with the, with the pole star, with the, the, the higher divine realms. But it's sort of counterintuitive in a lot of way because a lot of the strength and the true clarity and power that is very much built in, it's the built-in support to those upper chakras comes by developing the lower chakras. And we're not really doing that. We're too much in our yeah, man, I'm going through the ascension symptoms and I'm, and, my, and I'm opening up to the higher vibrations and I'm really tuning into the harmonic resonance. Well, that's all well and good, but it just kind of floats off into the ether, into the nowhere and the nothingness because you haven't got the grounded power which balances the crystalline channel because you haven't been doing the work in the lower chakras and it's the lower chakras that is predominantly we're talking heart and the solar plexus and the root and the sacral where a lot of the so-called traumas are stored the traumatic experiences that we have very much carried over from many many past lives many different lifetimes both on planet and off planet so that's what I mean when I say that in a way, it's sort of like an imbalance in the human that is very much kind of counterintuitive. So when you develop a more pronounced, a more concentrated first chakra, right, the very root, very core of our essence as humans, what will usually happen is it will pull you into the right time and it will pull you into the right place. It'll create that balance within the unified field. You'll be able to quantum jump between different densities of conscious expression, but you won't necessarily, you know, um, leave or, or bring toxic residue back with you when you, when you make these quantum jumps. Now this sounds kind of crazy to a lot of people, but a lot of these people have their so-called upper chakras very open and they really obsess over it. You know, that's what I was just saying a moment again of opening that my third eye is so open and I'm seeing beyond the veil of the human deception and I can really, really tune into the, to the higher harmonic, you know, realms of the divine 
my closer connection to God. But what really happens as they open them up is sure, they sort of get to know what they feel like. They get to kind of know what they are illusorily presenting themselves as, but they don't really work properly. They don't really function as deeply as they're supposed to. This is what the whole transhuman, breaking down the biofield, dissolving the bioenergetic frequency in the human to a more synthetic expression is really all about. Now to digress for a moment, it is now proven that the nanomites that exist within the jab, the vaccine, needs an organic compound to basically attach its protein to the protein receptor. That's what kind of creates that sort of uh, affected motion. The more that our organic biofield is broken down, the more that the vaccine can ultimately attach and generate a more synthetic type of human expression. So even though you've got a lot of times to get your higher chakras functioning, your third eye functioning mainly, you really want to try to bring in your lower chakra system very strongly with big grounding. The very core of your root chakra is really the whole core of your identity knowing thyself and just being aligned in the time-space continuum correctly that anchors you properly in the unified field. And that will actually allow the higher chakras to actually function properly and not be scanning all the time. Because what happens is that if we're not developed enough in our lower three chakras, then our higher chakras will kind of have a very difficult time finding its balanced radio frequency. Now you're finding this frequency because your identity isn't developed enough and you're constantly scanning and you're constantly in search mode, but the identity, which is what attracts all the purity and the truth and the core essence and the knowledge and the wisdom that you draw from living your linear earth experience, it's not developed enough to actually create a strong enough magnetism to hold the field, the bioenergetic field together. It breaks it down. So if I was to offer a tiny tidbit of advice, it would be that if you're going to go down the spirituality type of path, then really try to focus a lot of your devotional practice and your anchoring energy, energy work on developing those lower three chakras or energy centers or collapsible wormholes as I like to refer to them. And that will really help assist you to make these deeper shifts and adapt to what's really taking place that we are only able to experience through a very limited level of sensory perception. So the third eye does all kinds of weird and funny things when it really starts to come online.
it's the very core center of what we call our multidimensionality. It is the, the, the role we play, the story that we tell as organic human beings and what it really means to be human. That's our deeper intuition realized. Now, how does this ultimately reflect within the transhuman agenda or transhumanism that's rapidly emerging? The reason for this is because most of what we achieve energetically within the, the challenges of, of, of the lessons we learn in the Gaia classroom are actually initiations. It's not an ascension per se. It's actually a series of initiations that humanity faces today. And one of these initiations is, can we get over our egoic gratifying need to be gratified through the dependency and or codependency we have to technology. And as a course of that, is the human being actually becoming more synthetic and losing its organic biological function? And therefore there are many individual initiations that every individual right, which is very much a separation, individual, divide, right, that every separated individual, because every person is time shifted from one another deliberately, that's part of the amnesia program, that's part of the programs that we're constantly playing out, but most of you who are tuning into this already know about all that, so I'm not going to get into that whole lower astral programming, conditioned, illusory, holographic, you know, expression. I'm going to get way, way over that and stay tuned into the more higher functioning frequencies of the biofield. So because we're time shifted from each other, it means that every experience, situation, circumstance, experience, is ultimately reacted to differently from one person to another. No two people are alike, man, woman, child, accordingly. And that's what makes us unique. That's what gives us this incredible edge operating in this very challenging 3D timeline. Now, not every single person will have the same lessons in this incarnation. They won't have the same challenges and they certainly won't be blessed with the same gifts. But there is also the overlay of what I spoke about, which is more about the collective initiation that all of humanity goes through, that all of society goes through, that the whole planet goes through. And that collective initiation that we are all facing now is are we going to stay an organic human, a biological human tuned into the harmonic resonance of our biofield? Or are we going to go into a divergent pathway and ultimately a divergent timeline that plays out a whole different external expression on the earth? 
This leads ultimately to being synthetic beings in the end and the eventual death of the human body through this whole ideal, if you like, of trying to play God and altering our human body grid, altering our genetics to a point where it mutates and it can no longer function and or exist. And so this is actually the initiation that humanity faces today. And it's not something that you see often talked about in the so-called new age and or lightworking community because it's so far outside of the oneness factor and, you know, tuned into the higher harmonic expression of our deeper connection to the all and uh, the, the one in the totia and all that kind of thing. This is very, very much that polarity that I was talking about. Our earth is going through very, very pronounced and amplified pole shifts. There's this push me pull you energy. There's this deep need to stay grounded and be who we are. And there's this other need coming from the external, coming from the eight sphere energy, the Aruman focused eight sphere energy, which is trying to keep us locked in the lower vibration through the dependencies and codependencies we have to technology. Every one of us carries the black mirror. Everyone carries the projection of what we think our life is supposed to be and how we express that in the external to other people. And that is something that we need to get over. We need to tune out of that frequency completely. So putting it into a deeper context, Looking at the new age, the light working and the so-called modern spirituality, spirituality is very heavily dated in old traditions. It's very grounded in old traditions. It's really rooted in a lot of paganism and Eastern traditions, which are certainly beautiful and have their place. They ultimately have kind of outlived their use by date. We need to evolve, just like our human biofield is ultimately going through a very adaptive phase at the moment. And that's because of the more concentrated photon energy, um, the, the gamma that's coming. When we have these pole shifts, when we move into the denser uh, um, space of the Milky Way galaxy, the Sheshetar at the very top of the Milky Way galaxy and everything is more dense, then the sun is emitting these solar storms, these geomagnetic storms, the spike in the Schumann resonance, the, 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 the higher gamma, the, the more concentrated plasma waves, all of that is ultimately beaming through the sun's rays and into our cellular system. It is preparing us for the next phase of Earth's own evolution. And we've been here many times before. No one's saying that this is a one-off. This is a, a first-time thing. Everything within the cosmology, universal cosmology works in cycles, right? That's the, that's the one true founding, grounding principle of life 
on planet Earth. It is a cyclic turn of the spiral. And just like we are going through this more awakened state where our shadow self is being exposed to more light and therefore is kind of waking up and saying, oh, you know, I want to kind of have a, my say and I want my subconscious nature, my organic subconscious nature to emerge and kind of be aligned and tuned in to the parallel of my conscious self. So that's what's really, really happening. And these so-called old traditions and chakras and spirituality and, you know, and all the ancients and the shamanic wisdom and all, it all has its place, but not so much. We are truly multidimensional. We are going through a galactic, adaptive, higher octave of our evolution. It's a truly exciting time if you allow it to be. But if you allow yourself to operate in that lower astral where you have the imbalance within your energy centers or your chakras, as you like to refer to them, then you're going to feel this incredible amount of pain and suffering and victimhood and you don't feel liberated and you don't really kind of know what's up or down because you're being drawn into the lower astral. And the lower astral is governed by dimensional laws, just like the more higher octaves of the divine realms. So there's nothing wrong with these traditions. They've been around for millennia through very different ascending light, uh, ascending, <coughs> sorry, Ascending light ages and, and descending dark ages, which has formed and shaped our, our, our Earth's histology, not history, our histology. But there's something about the current modern kind of spiritual science that is very much grounded and rooted in the quantum world, quantum mechanics, quantum computing, quantum expression, that we all need to grasp and understand in order to see how technology is going to be influencing us and eventually changing our biofield or what you call the body. Because so many people still believe that the body is them and that they embody that body with a focused consciousness. It's not. It's a. It's a spacesuit. It's a. It's a flesh vehicle. It's a. You know. It's basically a container that holds that consciousness. That is all about our journey from the head to the heart and the return to spirit when we can re-embody. You know, reintegrate our soul, our human soul, not our transhuman soul not our synthetic soul, not our AI integrated and influenced soul. So we're moving into a new age of spirituality where it's going to be about spiritual technologies and advanced consciousness and the study of consciousness that we haven't had pretty much uh, uh, an idea of or an answer to since the times of Atlantis, moving back into that kind of techno-spiritual time of the Atlantean evolution. 
And no, it wasn't all basically kumbaya and mung beings and walking around in, you know, illuminated light robes and all that sort of thing. It was more about that we were so advanced, right? We were so advanced at that time and we had completely embraced technology. Everything was predominantly happening outside of ourselves. We'd lost touch with our, our heart energy. We were no longer embodying the, 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 the seven heart virtues and obviously the sovereign integral and the list goes on. And we became this synthetic, all godlike, powerful synthetic beings. So I want to make that very clear as well. There's a lot of myth and legend and it's rather distorted around the Atlantean civilization, around the Lemurian civilizations. You know, we've been here before. Many, many times, many turns of the spiral, we've come to exactly the same ring past knot, the very same convergence point where we fall and we fall and we fall. Now, it's very important with that set as our context that we develop ethical technologies and then we will understand how spirit truly works in relationship to these technologies. And that's what we're really talking about. The argument for organic humans versus the synthetic human expression. So an organic or biological human is a human being that has not taken the path of transhumanism, has not gone down a divergent timeline and is able to develop normally, naturally, organically and keeping the biofield balanced at a zero point. So it's a unified consciousness that's expressed from an internal realm, an internal energetic field that allows everything to become interconnected in a perfectly aligned and balanced way, harmonically aligned. That's what resonance is. We are losing our connection to resonance. Once you go down the path of transhumanism, your bioenergetic field will completely shift. And it ain't pretty. I can see it every day, literally watching clone, replicant-style humans walking around like zombies, faceless, wearing a mask, covering up their, their, their identity, suppressing themselves deliberately, and as crazy as it sounds, agreeing to it, making promissory agreements every day to use this technology for free, your Gmail, your Facebook, your Snapchat, your Insta shit, your Twitter, whatever. All of those things are eventually available to you and you create promissory contracts to use them, meaning that they own what will become the non-organic version or the synthetic and or AI transhuman version of you. You will not have your sovereignty. You will lose touch with your sovereignty completely. Now, once your bioenergetic field is decimated and shifted 
into this lower vibration and trapped there, it's very hard to get it back. And so this is our initiation within the societal role that we agree to play. This is what we all have to face. And so the role of being an organic human being is very important because we feel as an organic human being that we have come for a higher purpose, that we have come from a higher density of consciousness, that we have come from a higher dimension. Now you can ultimately correlate this lower, higher world, as above, so below, in every myth you can possibly imagine from the Aboriginal myths and the Indigenous myths to the Biblical myths to every type of origin story that has ever been presented. It's the same thing. It's just dressed up differently with different characters. You know, for the Hindu, it's the blue people. For the I Ching, it's, it's the Kuan Yin and the whole kind of deeper, you know, connection to the mathematical codes, Fibonacci sequences, equations that equate to biological evolution. So it talks very much about the, 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 the default. I mean, how do you put that? You know, it's like a default sequence in our genetic DNA, in our RNA, in our mRNA. There's a genetic kind of fault, default line. And it's about this fall that we all went from this incredibly deeper connection to spirit, deeper connection to the divine, a deeper connection to every aspect of the Creator and then got fragmented into a million different pieces because we chose, we consciously chose to go down this transhumanism road. The more that our organical, organical, the more that our organic makeup, the matter that makes up our organic human expression is broken down, the easier it is for the AI to be able to latch on, just like the vaccine, latch on and take control. This is mind control, this is MKUltra, this is all of these anomalous programs that were used to essentially dumb down the human to a particular point where it became incredibly subservient to whatever preserved its safety and security and whatever institution instigated and held that safety and security. And that was essentially how we were led to believe that there was hierarchy and there was class structure and that we were all separated and that we all had this disassociative function within the more authentic organic resonance of the planet itself. You know, I guess you could say that talking about the fall that we all go through many, many times, many incarnations, you could say that being very psychic, 
being very clairvoyant or clairaudient, having an advanced consciousness and getting it more and more dumbed down, more nullified, more denser and heavier, you fall into this forgetfulness. You allow this amnesia program to basically alter and shift your consciousness, change your cognitive means of being and expressing yourself. And that is an initiation. And it's not because we're bad. It's not because we've got some screws loose. It's not because we're inherently, you know, dark and evil. It's an initiation. Everyone needs to go through it. So we birth as these organic beings and we must rise above our misfortunes, rise above our misconceptions that we perpetuate in our everyday lives through limiting beliefs and archetypes and connections to the deities and our whole devotional slave-like processes and whatever to once again rise through the primordial ooze, if you like, of that negative, dark, lower astral realm and the eight sphere energy to once again rise as organic beings and retrace the path from where we fell. So once we fall and we know we've fallen and most of us know we've fallen, most of us know now that, you know, hang on, this is not right and why is that being said that way and why do I have to adhere to these sets of rules and why is that all of a sudden and where is my identity gone and I like the idea of having, you know, my own business and, you know, being able to make my way in the world. Something's fallen, something's fallen out of place here. So that is us adapting with all these new intuitive gifts and powers and rising by overcoming the old, antiquated, outdated paradigms. We literally are going to revisit all of that, which we are at the moment. That's what this chaos energy, that's what this emerging eight sphere energy, that's what the divergent timeline, that's what the lower astral is all about, overcoming the same challenges that made us fall. So our so-called rise and our ascension is directly connected to our fall. The whole thing about becoming an organic and transhumanism is marking and mocking knowing that we have these incredible spiritual gifts. But as I said at the beginning of the, the, the chat, the discussion, we mock these incredible gifts that we're given, our clairvoyance, our clairaudience, our second sight, our remote viewing, our telepathy, our higher connection to the divine realms, knowing that we all have the same abilities as the creator to remove the barriers that separate our consciousness from our subconscious, from our subconscious to our superconscious, and from our superconscious to our infinite consciousness. But we mock these gifts by allowing us to fall into this pattern, this very, very straightforward, very predictable behavioral pattern of dependency and codependency to technology. 
Your smartphone is your enemy. Simple as that. And I know a lot of people will be triggered by that. Because, oh, well, you're saying it is, so it, you know, you're manifesting it. No, it's developed that way. Means to an end. But if you know what the means to an end is and you treat it with a reverse polarity in your intention that, yeah, I'm using it because it allows me to do sentient things rather than to continue to express myself in a negative flow of energy, which is what it does. Why do you think people are sick all over the planet? Not from COVID. They're sick because they're carrying around the ultimate bioweapon in their hands every day. I'm just as guilty. I'm not saying for one second that anyone's better than anyone here. No one's judging the situation. We don't know any better. We've been in a deliberately locked state of lower vibration. That's what our role is to rise through the primordial ooze of the lower astral into the higher densities of conscious human expression. It's all about our perception and it's all about our expression. And once we get that through our thick heads, we'll start to see just how much we can draw these pleasurable events from the future to ground in the now and rewrite our future without any problems whatsoever. Nothing can infect or affect our biofield because we are the most sovereign beings on the planet. We are governed by the dimensional laws of that particular density of our human expression and nothing can get in there. Nothing can get in. So there is no transhumanism. There is no AI connection or interconnection there is none of this eight sphere there is no emergence of Aruman there is no none of that will actually feel real you'll remove what is known as I said at the beginning the soul overlay the static will disappear the interlaced frames of one reality behind another reality as you emerge from your you know from your slumber will dissolve and dissipate and it will happen very quickly. It happened very quickly to me. Right? I see everything through a very clarified lens. And when I feel that I'm not on the same page or the vibration feels off to me when I'm in the presence of other people, I remove myself very politely with a smile. I'm sorry, we're not on the same page. No judgment. I'm not, you know, casting aspersions. I just don't want to be here. And I'm leaving. And it's funny because it triggers people and they think, oh, he thinks he's so much this and he's that and whatever. But then after a little while, once things calm down, they think about it. You set a seed. And without them thinking, subconsciously, they start going through their lives and realizing they're not necessarily tuned into the same vibration as everybody in their circle of influence. So just by being who we are, the be am, in the we are itself is negating the permission that we give every day to attach ourselves to the transhuman takeover to the control agenda to the mind control program now i know that it seems very glamorous and it sounds great when technology is going to claim to do for human beings is 
going to make everybody's life easier. You don't need to work anymore according to the government. We'll give you money. Stay at home. Be safe. You don't need to go and punch a clock anymore. You don't have to be kind of like, you know, slave to an old monetary system. We'll take care of it. Now that's really easy for people to fall deeper again into that very, very promissory uh, um, and identity destroying field of control. So it's very important to respect, appreciate the gifts that we all have. And it's very important to stay organic because if we do that, we will actually pass the initiation that we all currently face. And that's really what it means to be human in 2021. And in this very powerful new year of 2022, the master builder 2022, when all manner of probability and possibility will present itself to those who have walked the higher path of keeping their biofield, their bioenergetic expression of who they really are balanced and intact. And I really think this is just the beginning of a conversation that needs to be had more and more because we really need to get on top of this issue that's affecting every single soul on the planet today. Now I could go a lot deeper, I could talk a lot more about, you know, well, you know, what are the means by which to be able to negate this? It's very simple. Get up every morning and deny permission. Deny permission to move into uh, a part of this 3D density that requires you to accept and or agree to something. Just by denying permission, just by saying the words, I deny the permission of any dimensional, interdimensional, celestial, galactic, you know, uh, lower energy, higher, whatever, to infect or affect my energy or threaten my liberation in any way, shape or form. I deny it. And make and build a relationship based on permissive consciousness with nature. Tune into the vibration which is grounded, which is pure, which is beautiful, which is beaming with illumination that nature brings. Reconnect to nature, even if it's just kicking your shoes off for five minutes a day and walking around on a, on a, on a two, pet, two square feet of, of grass outside. Allow those meridians to tap into the organic elemental aspects of the planet and you'll be fine. So thanks for listening. I hope you really get something out of this. I hope it kind of triggers within the deeper inner knowing that you have to stop looking and stop being an extension of the screen. Because it all starts with the screen and it all stops with the screen. And I don't need to say anything more. I think every one of you knows that. So thanks for listening. Sending much love from my heart to your heart. Be well and namaste.